I at one point in time for sure needed validation from people. I think we all do. We all kind of need to see how people view us so we yeah. can, you know, formalize like some sort of like persona for ourselves. But man, there was one pivotal point in 2020 where it was like a few months and like everything, like so many things were just like taken away. Like I had a nicer car. It got totaled. Shorty T-boned me completely 86. And then like uh, got laid off from work because of COVID. Uh, me and my girl at the time broke up. Um, there was just like so much shit. And I, I had like um, an injury in the gym. So I wasn't able to like work out and like everything. It's the worst. Dude, everything it's that gave me fucking confidence in my life, like was like taken away. What up, everybody? Rob Jackson. I'm here with my boy, Danny. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be giving you guys some content, some value uh, on my voice. It might not sound the best right now, so please bear with me. Be patient, but make sure y'all tune in. Make sure y'all take notes and make sure y'all share this. Another episode of Adversity Kings. Uh, we're going to wrap with Danny here and just kind of just jump right in. So, uh, Danny, thank you for obviously being with us and, and kind of uh, taking your time out of your day to come sure. add value to us. Um, if you want to kind of introduce yourself a little bit on, on what it is that you do, uh, what you're involved in. I know you're involved in a couple different things. You have a couple different talents. So if you want to kind of uh, go on yourself, just jump right in and kind of give us a little background of yourself. Yeah, man. Um, first of all, thank you for having me, bro. This is hopefully you can hear me pretty well. Uh, this is super sick. Uh, so Danny, Danny Taze. Oh, no, I think this camera's my camera right here. Danny Taze. Um, I'm a man of many things, I feel. But for the most part, I'm like, I don't know. I, I feel like a visionary is the best way to put it. I don't even like saying creative or like entrepreneur because I feel like you have the vision of, like, you, you know how it is. Like, yeah. you, you pretty much all of your actions in your day-to-day -day life are directly... Um, intentional to the result of how you want to live your life, essentially. And I feel like you're a visionary. Like, your your vision is why you are existing, essentially. So, like... Um, it's huge. I, dude, it's, like, real shit, man. Um, but I'm a, I'm a musician. I've been rapping for, like, fucking 17 years, at least. Let's you know? go. Um, how old are you? 27. 27, bro. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I've been doing it for... Lil like, Wayne out here, bro. Rip, bro. Since you're a kid. Yeah. And, uh... Music is my life, but, you know, I got to make this money. So between, like, in the hospitality industry, like, I've been bartending for a while at some of, like, the nicest bars, like, in the Midwest, you know what I'm saying? Some of the nicest bars in Chicago. Um, digital marketing, website building, SEO, all that all that fun stuff for people, small business owners. Um, but, yeah, and just trying to, like, maneuver and, and, and grow and just become a better man, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, and we're, we're going to dive into all that uh, as well and kind of, um, branch off on that but just to start off with what you said at the beginning and I think that's a big thing like a lot of people in life whether they're in business or just in life in general whether that is they leave college they graduate high school mm -hmm. or or whatever the case may be most people don't have a vision of where they want to go Man. you know what I mean like like you said like you're intentional everything that you do is to to get to that vision right Absolutely. so and you'll notice the greatest people on earth, like when they're going through hard times, when somebody's facing adversity, um, you know, their vision is what keeps them going. So mm -hmm. if you could like touch on that, like one, how did you find your vision at such a young age, knowing kind of what you wanted to go in a path you wanted to take? And number two, how did you establish a plan daily of being intentional to get to that vision at the end of the road? Man, that's a great, that's a sick ass question. Um, I feel like, I, man, so at a young age, so um, I grew up, so I was born in Riverside, California, right? And then my parents moved to, my family moved to Virginia, 
and then we moved to Indiana. Um, and I've been in Chicago for about three years, a little over three years now, right? Um, when I was 13, uh, my parents, they got divorced. And after that, my life was just fucking weird as shit. Like, just like a lot of the, 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 the first big challenges that I ever experienced was like at a pretty young age, like 13-ish, maybe 12-ish. Um, and I grew up like super religious and like, this is like a crazy fucking backstory. But after a while, I just realized like, damn, like I have to like fend for myself. Like at 14, from then on, it was just like, provide for yourself and figure it the fuck out, right? Wow. And so um, I didn't have like, I feel like a lot of people had a specific uh, like high school life, right? And then yeah. they, they go to college and then they get jobs and they have like this certain like life. But I was like always like the fucking like oddball out, like the black sheep, you know what I'm saying? Like instead of like doing sports and everything, I was skating and like smoking weed and rapping and like that's all I wanted to fucking do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And after a while I was like, damn, like what do I actually like want because I feel lost and, and this was around like probably like probably like 19 to like 21 I was going through like I'm lost like that whole like phase of my life um and then I was like look I, I want to live in a certain place where I can grow and I can experience things and I feel like the more unconventional path is like what I, I find pleasure in and I like to be pushed I like to be challenged I like to just jump into the fire like there's a challenge or like I, I do this thing where it's like if I feel like a bitch I have to do it yep like if it's something that like I'm like, it's a it's a move I know I need to make, and I feel like, like scared. I'm like, oh, you have to do it because like, oh, yeah. I'm not gonna like wake up the next day or go to sleep feeling like, damn, I should fuck that shit, dude. Are you kidding me? I'd rather die, honestly. Like, I just just jump into it, just try it out. You have one life, you know. what I'm saying it's like a video game. It's if you don't want to try to like achieve that level, then what's the like your character would never fucking like evolve. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so like coming back to the question, I feel like. It was just because like I really didn't have an option other than growth. It was either growth or like I've had like a lot of depression, so not to get too, like too dark, but like I've gone to play suicide. I don't even know how many times, and because of my desire to, you know, retire my mom and like do a lot of things in my personal life, that's like what keeps me like going. It's like I don't have an option. I have to. You have to figure it out. It's just like. Failure, failure is not an option because failure isn't part of my programming. You know what I'm saying? It's like learning. And it's like, this is just part of the process. I'm supposed to take L's. I'm supposed to fuck up. You know, there's really no other. This is just what it is. This is just how li I, I perceive life. I just perceive life like you're just going to you're just gonna go through it and you have your goal. And like I think the goal part of like how you even know what your goal is. I man, you, you have to have a lot of pain. You have to you have to have a lot of adversity. You have to have a goal that's so big that people tell you, like, is that feasible? You know, like, you have to have something that's really fucking, like, challenging, like, physically and mentally and, like, spiritually challenging. And y what I do, I find the end goal, and I'm like, okay, this is what I want my life to be. Um, and so since I already know the end goal, a lot of stress off being lost is gone because I already know where I'm going to end up. And so now it's like, okay, so what do I have to piece now to get there? And then every day you're just getting 1% better. The goal never fucking changes. My goal is, hasn't changed since I was 14. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, like, the pieces of it is like, okay, I have to learn a lot of things. I have to become a different person. I have to fucking, like, learn new skills. I have to change my beliefs. I have to develop so many things. But the end goal is not going to change. The, the journey to get there is going to be a fucking wild-ass ride, right? But the, the end goal will never change. You know, and I feel like having a direction is what people struggle with because there's so many options and so many opportunities and shit. But it's like, what do you want? Like what, what actually makes you like happy type thousand shit? thousand percent. You know? So I feel like, yeah, I think, I think in a, in, the, in a very exaggerated, um, a lot of word way to answer the question <laughs> that was, uh, that's what it is, man. At least for me, you know, 
Well, a lot of things that you uh, had said in there, man, that was huge because um, one, if you really study like successful people and great people in life, it's number one is like they've been through a lot of shit. That's just what it is. You know what I mean? A lot of adversity. I personally believe that as a man, your level of value mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally determines from the amount of suffering that you uh, take on in your life, you know? Mm -hmm. So like at our agency, we're a big believer, mind, body, spirit, right? So you wake up early in the morning, you hit the gym, you read, you know, develop your spirit, right? Every morning before anyone wakes up, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then you smash the, smash the rest of your day, right? So you're pouring into yourself, number one, but you're also doing, you're causing yourself to suffer immediately. You're waking up and doing what you don't want to do, which is causing yourself to suffer because that way, whenever those those pains and those adversities that you face in your life come to you, now you can handle them with a smile and, mm-hmm. and you'll never lose sight of that vision, right? So that's huge right there that, that you mentioned that. And then uh, you sounds like you kind of had to grow up fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you kind of had to go through life. And, and like you said, man, I think that's everybody. Like, I think everybody gets to a point in their life where they might feel lost. They might feel like they don't know what they want to do. And that's what I never understood is like, how can somebody drift through life mm-hmm. you know like like there's drifters and then there's like you said visionaries right so how can you drift through life and uh you know if you want to touch on that man like what advice like how would you you know you're looking at you at 14 okay you're 27 right now right yeah so you go up to you at 14 years old and he's lost you know maybe you're not lost at 14 19 21 but you go up to yourself at 14 when you're going through the 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 mist of this stuff and you're going to guide your 14-year-old self mm. to follow that dream or, you know, drift off and kind of follow the crowd. Like, how do you, what yeah. would you say? What, what were some words or how would you help that person get to, to really chasing their vision? Man, that's a good, that's, man, that's a, I love, I love that, um, that referencing. One of the things, now I'm going to go back to your question. One of the things, uh, you, you know Alex Hermosi, right? Yeah, I love Alex um, Hermosi. $100 million offers. Dude, yes. We got his book over here somewhere. I read that. I listened to it twice. It's a fucking amazing yeah. book, right? Um, but one of the things he said that's so similar to that is like what he'll do is like when he's like, when you're at this current stage in your grind, right? Where you could be like me, 27, you could be younger, you'd be like 24, 21, 35, 40, whatever, right? Envision yourself like when you're stressing over everything. You're like, what do I do? Like I'm at a, I'm at such a, interesting intersection of of things happening in my life what do I do right now I need guidance but I don't you know necessarily have someone to talk to you envision yourself as like an 80 year old you and you've already or 90 whatever it is but you you see yourself as like well I've already achieved everything like see yourself as completely content with your life and everything you want to do right now you've already achieved it become that person like really feel that energy and then transform back to your current situation being like like you, you just got into a time machine, right? And now you're looking wow. at yourself through your already successful version of you's eyes. And like, you'll start to realize like how small of the issues are and how it kind of gives you the steps on what to do further. It's like, what would that, future, what would the person that already accomplished this do? Yeah, you know? that's crazy. Um, so going back to your point, what I would tell 14 year old myself, I mean, man, I, I, I I don't really have any regrets when it comes. I think everything I did, I had to do. I had to experience, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would just say, like, look, you got this shit. You might not feel like you don't got this shit, and there's a lot of shit that you're going, you're going to go through a lot of fucking pain, you know what I'm saying? You're going to go through a lot of struggle, but it's, like, good. It's, like, good shit, you know what I'm saying? And eventually, it doesn't look like it now, 14-year-old Danny, but eventually you're going to, like, desire that shit. Thank you so for it. You're going to, like, seek it out. You're going to seek out 
not like like not like fights, but like like fights with the world. You know what I'm saying? Like how can I become better? How can I get punched in the face a little bit so I can become stronger? I want to be callous. I want to be callous as fast as fucking possible so I can become where I want to who I want to be. There's no shortcut, but the only thing that could be a shortcut I feel is like just like jumping into the fire. You that's know what I'm so, saying? Bro, that's so fire that you just said that because that I mean a hundred percent, bro. Like like that's what I'm saying. Like if I could get all the adversity in the first two, three, <laughs> yeah. four years, let me get all of it. Yeah. It's gonna suck for those four years. But I'll take all the adversity. And and that's the thing about like even if you look at success on an aspect of like money, right? Mm-hmm. On an aspect of, of your mental state. Like even like if you're around somebody successful, there's a reason that like somebody walks in the room and let's say they're a billionaire, right? Mm -hmm. And they walk into the room. There's a different energy. Like you don't even have to be looking at the person. And if they're a billionaire and they walk in the room, you're going to feel them Mm -hmm. behind you. You know what I mean? And it's the different energy because the, the, the mental state that they're at, the emotional state that they're at. And it's not for all of them, obviously, but for most, most of them that have been through the shit and built it from the ground up, like you're talking about. And that's because of what they went through, like the adversity and the suffering that you go through life truly teach you the best lessons. Like I am extremely, and I didn't even go through too many hard times growing up, more or less just in this business. We had, we had hard times in this business, especially moving out here and building this office. It was a little harder than we were used to, but, uh, you know, I'm so grateful for it, man. I'm so grateful for the lessons, for the adversity, because it allowed me to think the way that I do now. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. You level up in life. Now, it's crazy you said that, and that'll be a follow-up question for you, is like, um, if you want to kind of go off on and branch off on this, but like most people, the, the difference that I've heard is like a lot of people, like Alex Hormozzi, I watch a lot of Alex Hormozzi, a lot of people are different because... Alex Hormozzi, he's the type of guy that if he goes through something in life, some adversity, he's going to take and extract the lessons from it and use it as fuel to get better and improve and see where he could go wrong. Where somebody else, Joe Schmo, whoever, might take that same adversity and destroy himself and handicap himself and drown himself and victimize him. Oh, this must be a sign that, like, man, nothing's a fucking. I say to myself, I'm like, everything's a sign and nothing's a sign. It's all like fucking perception. I think, like, what Alex does is like something I like, you know, like how you like read these like books or like listen to podcasts and it'll be from these hyper successful people that you want to be like. And the whole time you're listening to it, you're like, it's more of just like reassurance of your own like mindsets from things you already fucking thought. You know what I'm saying? You're not there yet, but you fucking like think it. Man, when at a young age, I was like. I would just get like it'd be like relationships like getting like your heart broken or like fucking like some job bullshit happens or, like life shit happens like some like real shit that like is those like pivotal moments um and I was like man I've had some fucked up shit happen and like in those moments I, I remember vividly being able to like mentally tell myself okay like this is gonna suck I would always say this is gonna suck but it's not gonna be permanent so what am I supposed to learn from this because I can just learn from it right now and it hurts it'll be fucking a lot less of a, of a you know what I'm saying because I don't want that shit to like be weeks of me feeling this shit bro like my last relationship bro i broke up with shorty and yeah i hope she's doing well you know if you listen to this (laughs) (laughs) but um as soon as it happened i was just like look like because you you go through like breakups right and people will be like damn i'm so sorry for that damn how you doing you know what i'm saying i'm so sorry for that it's like i'm fine like i can choose not to be i can choose not to feel this feeling for that long it's a choice yeah like i don't have to be heartbroken i don't have to be sad i can say like look it didn't work it didn't work because of this i accept it and then within 24 hours i'm just like 100 fucking ready to grind and 
do my shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I think people need to understand the the power that they have mentally where it comes to like, you can make just, just so just tiny little decisions like for the four agreements, right? Yeah. It's like you have things that you have been, that have been sewn into your DNA almost like your mental DNA and you have to unlearn these things and then just tell yourself other things, convince yourself of other values and, and laws that you can then replace it with that are more productive, right? And so I feel like I've, I've learned that. I love doing that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like really like testing like your mental uh, capabilities. But I think people need to understand like you can just tell yourself to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like there's yeah. no rules to this life shit. Like you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like for real, like nothing's going to come fast. So just accept that. Just accept it's not going to be fast, but accept it's fucking possible. Yeah. And if it's possible, then fucking do it if you want to do it, you know? 100%. That's huge, man. Because... And that's huge that you recognize that at a young age because most people don't. Most people don't see that. And, like, if you really, like, if you could really study, like, and, and I always said this, like, I think the world's problems would be solved if you could see what's, like, the someone's head. Like, if you mm. could read their mind, right? And that's what I want to get into next for you, bro, is, uh, is kind of talk about your self-talk, right? So a lot of people, they struggle with self-talk, you know, all day. Like, let's say, you know, you're fat, right? Somebody that might be a little fatter might walk around sh- fat shaming, like shaming themselves all day about the way they look. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that's broke in their head all day. Oh, dude, you're broke, you're broke, you're broke. You're, like just running the train on their mind yeah. with these negative self-talk thoughts until they subconsciously create a negative individual that they don't want to be. And now mm-hmm. they're uncomfortable in their own skin, don't know who they are. They go downhill spiral from there. How, how do you adjust the self-talk <clears throat> when you start to go down that path, how would you adjust your self-talk? Because you're right, we have a lot of control over our mind, and our mind is pretty much the only thing we have control of. Absolutely. Um, man, I think I think really what it is is accepting that you're not perfect and accepting that, I, man, so, like, you know, you will, I'll, I'll talk to people, right, and I'll, the conversations will go, it's like, what type of books do you read? And I feel like when it comes to that, it's almost like, are you, are you into astrology type of thing? Like, it's one of those, like, ideals that's where you can kind of tell who a person is, you know what I'm saying? Like you can kind of read the room pretty fast when it comes to that. And so like when someone asks me like, what type of books are you into? And I'm like, I'm into like self-help books and like wealth building books and whatever, yada, yada, yada. And they're like, I hate those books. I'm only into like, like fantasy, sci-fi, all that shit. And like, which is cool. Like reading is great, you know, but um, that's also a personality thing where it's like, are you willing to accept that you have to build yourself to become a better person because you're not that good right now? Like, are you accepting to understand like you're shitty? Like one of the things that like I say to people is like, I, I'm a big supporter of the message of you're not special. And it's like, I have to like elaborate on it. But every time I say it, they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no one's special. Like no one's, no one has inherent things that make them more valuable than another person. So you can, I mean, obviously you can say like, well, LeBron James is fucking like seven foot 18, whatever. But it's like, okay, if that's where you find your value in being like tall and being specifically like a professional basketball player, you have to accept what you have and accept that they have what they have and they still have their fucking bullshit, right? But I, I say, like, no one, no one's special, including myself, because I don't want to be special. Because if I have to be the special one, then I have a burden of living up to people's, you know, like, uh, their expectations and their interpretation of me and, like, all this shit, right? Let's just say we're all even. Billionaires, homeless people, everyone's the fucking same, right? And so knowing that means, like, okay, so me being fat, me being not good in school, me being this, that, or whatever it is, I can improve upon myself because now I want to. So now it's like the whole mentality thing of like the negative self-talk is kind of quieting because you have the op- you have the you have the you have the complete control 
to change your situation. You know, I feel like knowing you have control, having control is a big thing. Like well, some people in like relationships in life, business, like the managers, like they'll want to have so much control, they'll micromanage everybody, right? Or in relationships, you'll have the overpowering spouse person because they want to control it. But it's like, can you control your life? Can you control your actual circumstance? Can you control your future? Like that's more, most people avoid that because it's such a heavy topic. But diving into that, understanding that gives you so much more freedom, so much more clarity, so much more peace because you're like, I, I'm, I'm responsible for everything. If I fail, I'm responsible. And if I win, I'm responsible. But either way, it's like, it's all me. Like no one, no one can control what I'm, if I want to lose weight, I have the, I can lose weight. You know, if I want to gain weight, I can gain, you can do whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? I think it's the freedom and the power and like accountability and just knowing like we're all the, we're all the same at the end of the day. That's huge. That's huge, man. I can't, I couldn't have said it better myself. It's like crazy. Cause like you're saying the things that I'm thinking, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, I, I can kind of like say what you're going to say next. So, um, it's, it's just crazy that, that you have that type of mindset because like I wouldn't like, if I didn't find this business mm-hmm. and I didn't have the mentors that I had in this business, like Tristan, like Simon, like those individuals, like this is hours a day yeah, yeah. that we spend, that they spend learning, developing, and reinforcing this mindset every single day to look for any nook and cranny that they can get better at, that they can learn on, uh, you know, 1%, like you said, compound interest, right? Mm -hmm. So if I didn't have the mentors, I would have never thought this way. I would have never had this mindset developed. Now I feel like it saved my life because I was lost before I found this, you know? But it's just crazy that you can, you know, not that you you obviously worked and, and kind of did stuff, but the fact that you learned this on your own and your your perception is just impressive to me that that you you know cuz i i meet a lot like 90% of the world every day and it's like they're drifting by life yeah they don't even think for themselves or they're just just doing subconscious things not thinking like or they they're negative one little thing somebody cutting them off could set them off or they don't stop to really think mm-hmm. about things they don't think of, they to get better they don't realize the habits that they have and and for you to have this mindset bro it's like this is this should be the mindset that's more common, yeah. but it stands out. You know, you meet somebody with this mindset, and people will start to hate on them. They start to get uncomfortable. They start to hate on them. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of crazy to me that you learn that mindset through just just going through the trials of life, man. And it's a uh, a lot of respect because that shows you've been through a, a lot. So um, most people just can't understand or fathom what you've actually been through. You know, yeah, man. People always talk like LeBron James or Alex Hormozzi. You know, people want what you want. Um, and or want what you are and want what you have, but are they willing to do what you did? Exactly. What you go through, what you went through. So that's uh, impressive there, bro. And then um, what about your personal life? Like um, closest kind of people in your life. And then uh, if you want to touch on that and like how <laughs> the support of the people or lack of support of the people around you had helped you get to where you are now. Yeah, man. Damn. How old are you? 22. You're 22. Damn, yeah. man. Hey, young. That's sick. Good for you. <laughs> You're doing Appreciate great. It. Um, man, people, I really, I think it took me a minute to really understand the value of having a community. You know, and that's something like I feel like I learned more recently than not. Because um, coming up, I was like being like kind of like the black sheep. Um, and especially like maneuvering, like when you're, when you're, like in your early 20s, like you are, you know, that's when I kind of got into like the hospitality industry. And then you really want to start like, you're thinking about like, financial freedom you're thinking about like because I've, I've been making music for so long I'm I, at that point I was like okay I really need to commit to this I need to do certain things that no one around me is doing because no one has my aspirations so I, I isolated myself for like 
a, a pretty fucking long time. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, and I had like friends, but no one, very few people were on like my same mental like trajectory, let's say, you know? So I was always like, I was always like in my head, but I was able to be like positively in my head, like very like having like good self-talk, not like locking myself in my room and like talking shit to myself all the time. And then like spreading that I, I've always been pretty good at like watching how I talk to myself because I want to, I have an idea of the type of man I want to be, you know what I'm saying? Like when, it's I hard like, to do, man. That's really hard to do. It's dude. It takes so much, and so that really that that came from like the self obedience of like working out and like bodybuilding. So I've like yep. done like a few like bodybuilding competitions and Let's shit. Oh, bro, come on, man! But that it teaches you, like when you're when you're 22 years old, right? You're 22 and you have a a bodybuilding competition. That's <laughs> me, bro. My fault. <laughs> I got two phones. I just. I got two phones, man. This man is busy, people. Let's all just accept this man is making moves. Uh, but when you're when you're like 22, right, and you have like a bodybuilding competition coming up, right, and like I had a couple of homies that are doing it with me, um, and you're like, I was like, you're bored, like no one else, no one's around you because like you you don't want the influence of anybody else around you, and then there was this one night. This is a crazy fucking. I don't, this is crazy. So I, I think I was like 22 or 23, and. Uh, I was a week out, and the week out before a bodybuilding competition is like gnarly, like gnarly as fuck. Like, you're eating almost nothing, you're dehydrated as fuck, you just like kind of feel like shit, and like your mind, your mental state is just like all over the place. So I would still like be able to smoke weed and like not like binge eat. And there was this one night where I like smoked, and I had like a pack of Tic Tacs, right? And I just needed to quench this fucking like craving, like I was fucking dying, <laughs> and I had one Tic Tac, and then. I ate the whole fucking thing of Tic Tacs. And then, like, I noticed, like, my fucking, like, veins were popping out and shit. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, this is probably too many calories. And so I ran, like, five. This was, like, midnight. And I ran, like, five miles around my neighborhood. Just, like, burn that off. Tic Tacs would be too many calories. It probably wasn't. But it's just, like, that yeah. level of, like, fucking, like. Commitment. Yeah. yeah and, like, crazy. And, like, the disappointment and not, like, living up to your word and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, That's huge, man. That's crazy. It's just that. Men it's, like, that discipline. Like, having that discipline to be unwavering is it's something you have to learn and I, I think that's a big reason why the this certain like powerful mental state of just like hyper focus is so difficult for people because of the sacrifice you have to make to achieve it long term right there's gonna be so many things you want to do and we we kind of like nowadays we let our wants outweigh our needs like well, I want to do this so I'm gonna do it I want to buy this car so I'm gonna buy this car I want to like go out so I'm gonna go out it's like you don't you're going to wake up the next morning. Maybe you spend a little bit too much money or maybe like this was a bad investment or whatever it is, but you don't people, people's wants are so powerful for them. But my wants, like, I mean, I, I have shit, you know what I'm saying? I have like, like pretty nice shit, but like nowadays I'm more minimalistic just because like, I don't, I don't care. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like if I'm not sitting in a room with people who are achieving super high things and going to go back to like the community um, question, but if I'm not sitting in a room with people doing like, cool things and like maybe like everyone's like wearing like you know i'm wearing like supreme and like everyone's wearing like balenciaga and all that shit but if we're like not really doing shit that i don't give a fuck because i feel yeah. like our actions aren't actually like leading us to where we're supposed to be going so i'd rather like kind of be alone than to be around a bunch of people who aren't going to like primarily push me in a in a certain way when even when it just comes to the conversation of like where i want to like go you know what i'm saying so now like i'm pretty intentional with like my homies and my friend groups i don't have a lot of friends and i'm cool with that um but when I do hang out with them, it's it's fucking, it's like magic. It, the conversations are great, you know. The energy's great, 
And if it's not that, like, I don't even fuck with it. Like, yeah. there's so many people that want to, like, you know, hang out with you probably and, like, yeah. you, like, hit you up. And you're just like, I'm sure it could be cool. But also, one, why take the risk? <laughs> and yeah. two, like, you, you can you can know. You can read. Especially once you are good in sales and good in business, you can read people pretty fucking fast. 100%. Faster than they're, like, aware of. Like, I try to talk to people who aren't into, like, sales. And I'll be like, I can actually read someone fast. Like, I can read people pretty fast. Usually it takes me, like, a couple hours. I'm like, no, I can read people in, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, exactly. I can, like, tell, like, right away, like, am I going to enjoy your company or am I not going to enjoy your company? And then you can kind of play the charisma game of, like, entertaining it if it's not going to serve you in any certain way. Or you can just, like, cut it off and be like, yeah, this was, I get what this is. And I'm just going to, like, slowly, like, backstep yeah. my way out of this conversation, you know? 100%. And that's crazy because... uh that you say that, and I, and I keep saying it's crazy, but uh, it's really not. I mean, that's how everybody should be. That's how everybody should think. But it's it, what's crazy about it is that people, I think, know this. I think deep down they know this stuff. Mm -hmm. I think, but one thing that I found is the greatest people in life and in business, they're not afraid to be alone, right? And isolation brings reflection. And I truly believe that if you can attribute everything that you've learned throughout your life right now and your entire mindset a lot of it's going to come from the fact that you were isolated for a large amount of time and that you reflected a lot on yourself. You were able to really get to know who you truly are and what you truly validated yourself with. Mm -hmm. You don't need money to validate you when you're validating yourself with your word. When you're validating yourself with working out, when you're validating yourself with not taking back steps, when you're validating yourself with every action, thought, moving towards your vision. When you're doing stuff like that, you don't need validation from materialistic things. You don't need validation from people that have no value in any regard. Mm -hmm. And you don't need to be around those people. You're not scared to be alone, man. You're powerful alone. And that's what's huge because you become your environment. You become the top five people that you spend your Absolutely. time around. And most people that say they have a lot of friends... I'm sorry, buddy, but you don't have any <laughs> friends. Like no. you, you could say you have a lot of friends. You might have one to like three friends yeah. that are solid people. Like like go to prison and we'll see what your friends do for your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like we'll see what they do. So you're you're right, man. A lot of people don't don't have a lot of friends and that's me, man. Like I don't have a lot of people other than the people like in the business, mm -hmm. like in the business is my family pretty much. Like I left everything behind to come here to do this. And I know you did as well, man, mentally and, and, and physically, you know, you moved to Chicago, but like you had to leave everything else behind and you yeah. got to watch the new connections because the, the, as you get older and as you get better and as your mindset gets better and as you get more popular and as you get more successful, there's going to be more people coming along yeah. to try to be there. And uh, they're trying to take from you, man. It's just like the parasitic relationship. It really you either is. have a mutual relationship where you can both add value to each other or you have a parasitic relationship and they take from you. Man, that's fucking, that's so real. Man, one of the things I've, I've realized recently is like, uh, like outgrowing friends, like outgrowing people, like from back home, right? And I've had a lot of like just significant instances within the past like couple months of like, spending time with people I like grew up with in, in some shape or form or whatever. And I've noticed a change. Like I've already, I was going through so much shit this past year. It's one of those things where you wake up every morning and you have to like look yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm still me, but I feel different. I feel like I'm just like, I'm accepting the growth. Like the pain is happening. The lessons are happening. The good things, the bad things are happening. And I'm accepting it at when it's happening in real time and you're, you're growing and you're changing and you feel your demeanor changing. You feel your energy changing. You feel people around you to see you differently, 
And then when you get those experiences with uh, the people from your past, you you see the change in like a dramatic way. And it's like fucking scary as fuck sometimes. Like I, I've been chilling with a couple homies and we, we would talk. And I'm just like, I don't enjoy being around you as much as I used to. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I see like, I see where I was, but I don't want to be where I was. You know what I'm saying? I want to I want to keep going where I'm going. And so you have to like, you you have to distance yourself from certain people so you can achieve that growth. Not because you want to forget them, you know, and you want them to achieve success and growth in their own right, but you can't you can't help everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't pull everyone along. If they want it, they're gonna fucking get it. Yep. The same way we had to get it, right? But you know, if you're getting it at your own pace, I feel like it's completely fine to just say like I have to be selfish. I have to be selfish because my why is the reason that I'm fucking breathing right now. And if yep. I don't achieve that, this this little relationship, some people just come in your life just so you can learn the lessons. It could be a year, it could be twelve years, it could be whatever yep. how long. But like sometimes you just need to learn some lessons. You need to do some shit. You need to become a develop a better character and then the relationship served its purpose and hopefully you guys both leave with mutual understanding of like I enjoyed this person's time or whatever but you know I believe in like everything is fucking temporary but I also believe that like since it's temporary that makes everything so much more like valuable it, way more valuable yeah. bro like way more valuable you know we we wouldn't value life if God didn't limit the time absolutely you know what I mean so and that's huge that you say that man because that's all it is. You you said you see where you're at, and that's what's crazy. When you really start to go through growth in your life, mentally, physically, like f emotionally, spirit, like, you know, I've been in the gym for probably the last year or two years in a row, right? And that's been my escape. Like, mm -hmm. it, it's just like you raise your frequency. Like, if you work out in the morning, you raise your frequency through the whole day. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, so for, for example, like, let's say, you know, I have a sweet tooth, right? Like, I love sugar. I love dessert. You know, I have a sweet tooth, right? So if I'm going throughout the day, and I don't work out or I work out in the afternoon, mm -hmm. right? Then I'll realize that my frequency is going to be a lot lower. So when that dessert comes along for me to eat that, I'm going to be more susceptible mm -hmm. to it. Not, and it's just the way that mother nature works. Yeah. You know what I mean? So your frequency, you have to raise your level of frequency and you do that from, you know, going through adversity in the morning, doing something you don't want to do is you got to act yourself into positive thinking and, and raising that frequency. So one huge thing about that is a lot of people where they take their back steps is they got to go get themselves back out of the situations that they're in. Yeah, yeah. You don't even put yourself in that situation. And like, you can see yourself grow from, okay, this is what I used to be like. This is how I used to think. Look at where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy when you start to see that growth because you become addicted to it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And then it, and then from there, you're like, all right, listen, bro, I got to be more careful. I don't even <laughs> want to put myself in those situations anymore. You see how powerful like your own like thought is. It's like, yeah. damn, like I've, I've done all this and like, this was all me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I was able to to do wherever it is or, or travel to where I've been to in life and like do so many things off of my thought, my potential, like that's fucking like your energy is so like precious to you. Like when people say like, well, I don't want to go out, but I'm going to still go out with them because this, this, I'm like, just what the fuck are you? What, what? Yeah. This is like, you're, you're, you're telling me out loud. You're, you're going to make a poor decision for yourself, but yeah, you're still going to do it because like a poor decision. Like, I don't fucking understand that right. shit. Like I've, like even my cousin, when he was on the podcast, um, shout out to, to Chris Holloway, man, house of trade. But, um, one of the things he would tell people all the time is like when I first moved out here, right? We would like go to clubs and shit like that. And I'm not like huge into clubs. Um, I like to like, I mean, I like bars, but I like like cocktail bars. I like conversational yeah. drinks and shit like that. We go to clubs and I'll be like in the back, either on my phone or like talking to like a bottle girl, but like mad, just like casual conversation and more just like observing what's going on, yeah. you know? And I guess that also could go back to the part of like the self validation 
topic. Like I never, I don't, I at one point in time for sure needed validation from people. I think we all do. We all kind of need to see how people view us so we yeah. can, you know, formalize like some sort of like persona for ourselves. But man, there was one pivotal point in 2020 where it was like a few months and like everything, like so many things were just like taken away. Like I had a nicer car. It got totaled. Shorty T-boned me completely 86th. And then like uh, got laid off from work because of COVID. Uh, me and my girl at the time broke up. Um, there was just like so much shit. And I, I had like um, an injury in the gym. So I wasn't able to like work out and like everything. It's the worst. Dude, everything it's that gave me fucking confidence in my life like was like taken away. You know what I'm saying? And then I had to like sit and I'm like, well, look, I'm not going to kill myself. That's not an option. So I need to figure out how to fucking get through this. And I, and I want to be stronger. And so I had to be like, look, I just, why, why, why are you alive? Why do you, why do you give a fuck? You know what I'm saying? How are you going to be happy? And it's like, I just, I like being me. I like the fact that I know that I will get through this. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to do it, but I just know I will because I have to. I don't have an option not to. Yeah. You know? Wow. That's, that's crazy, man, to do that because that's the thing, like, when you don't have those those like confidence builders, like I know how it feels because I know if I don't wake up and go to the gym, I feel like shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I sound like this. You know what I mean. I, I felt like this and worse yesterday. Still, and my worst day is leg day. Hate legs. Still hit leg yeah. day. You know because I know the feeling after that you're gonna get from it. But for that to be taken away. You know, a lot of times that that's that's God testing you, man, to see, oh, are man. you going to slip back to your vices? Are you going to go back to the old way of thinking? Are you going to slip back into your vices? And that's truly what it is. You know, your thoughts create your habits or your thoughts create your feelings. Your feelings create your habits and your habits create your, your life. Absolutely. And to, to be able to go back and it's kind of like the, I don't know if you ever read the book, uh, The Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. Oh, that's my fucking book, bro. Really? You I've like that, that book? So many times. Yeah, our mentor, Simon Aries, he put us on, man, and, and he talks about the roots, right? So you have a tree, and you're get growing the tree, and you have bad apples mm-hmm. coming out, right? You're not going to try to rip the <laughs> apples off the tree and, like, and fix them with the apple. You yeah, got to yeah. tr- plant the tree in a different environment, or you got to fix the soil and, and the weather around. You got to fix the roots of the tree, yeah, yeah. and then that'll in return fix the fruit. So it's the same thing with your life. Fix the roots of your life. And then we're gonna end with this. The last thing I wanted to ask you, man, if you were to if you were to die tomorrow, and all your contents deleted except for these next three things, what are three pieces of advice, three pieces of wisdom mm. that you would give? to anybody out there in the world. Like you could leave yeah. these three things behind that they would remember you for and nothing else. What would that be for you? Man, I would say number one, and I'm not in any specific order, but the first thing would be like live for yourself and like take that however you want it to take, but like live for yourself. Like whatever it is that is going to make you happy, like do that because you're only going to be able to share the type of energy to other people that you can like produce for yourself right like you wouldn't get into a relationship because you're like i need someone to make me happy if you're not happy by yourself don't get into a fucking relationship yep you know um because no one you you you're the only one that has power over over you you know what i'm saying so i would say like for sure live for yourself um i would say also like shit isn't that serious would be number two. Like most things are not that, pretty much everything is really not that serious. Yeah. Like there's certain things for sure that are pretty fucking serious, but most things are not that serious. Like there'll be so many things like when you're like 16, 17 going through it that you'll think like, 
I don't know how I'm gonna get through this. This is fucking. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> this is like the biggest thing ever. And then like you get through it, and then you look back, and you're like, that wasn't too bad. Yeah. And if you can like understand that even when the shit happens in real time, that like it's gonna suck, but it's not that serious, and it's gonna be temporary. You'll you every you'll be, that's one of the things in um secrets of the million mind as well. It's like if you see yourself like a level five person, and then a level like seven problem happens, you're gonna yes, see it as fucking yes. huge. He right? talks about the level, yeah, yeah. But if you're like a level ten person and a level pro- seven thing happens, then you're like, okay, well, I'll just handle it how I've handled it in the past, you know. So it's like most things just aren't that serious. It's your perception of it and your grounding as like a person, you know. Um, and That's then the huge. dude, man. I want to make, well, fuck yeah. The last thing I would say is, um, I guess what I've kind of been saying this whole time, just like fucking run into the fire. Like pain is fucking beautiful and there's a purpose we experience it. There's a, we're the only species that actually like experiences that if you think about it. Like there's no other species that like experiences pain and then can make a decision on how to grow from it. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to like animals, they might be in like a fight or some shit but they're always going to put themselves back in the same position that got them fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if there's like a deer with like one eye and like a fucking like <laughs> fucked up, like an antler, like part of like their like intestines hanging out or some shit, they're like, damn, that fucking sucked. And then they're going to go do the same shit yeah. that fucking, you know what I'm saying? But we're the only creatures that like will experience some fucking traumatic ass shit, pain, like physically painful, emotionally painful, spiritually painful, whatever it is. And we can then choose to use that as reasoning behind why we change the way we live, you yeah. know? Um, and if you can do that more rapidly, like if you can wake up in the morning and, and, and go to the gym and like fucking like take a cold ass shower and fucking like do yoga, fucking stretch, like do a lot of shit that's like uncomfortable and just fucking probably sucks. If you can just do that and dive into it and understand that like, huh, one, it's not that big of a deal. Like the other point, but two, it like you, you feel better. Yeah. The pain fucking makes you like feel better. You know, like when I'm like going to the gym, I'll smoke before I go to the gym sometimes yep. and I'll be able to dive into these workouts like, like so like impossibly deep like deeper than like i should be you know what i'm saying to the point where i'm like i don't know if this is like pain from the pump or like i'm hurting myself but like yeah. i'm going into this because i know and it sucks right now and i'm like damn i don't know if i'm gonna drop this weight or i'm gonna get this weight up but then i think and i'm like look in like 30 minutes you're gonna feel completely fine yeah you know in like 30 fucking feel minutes amazing yeah amazing and so it's like you might as well just like embrace the pain dive into the pain seek out adversity so you can just become a better, you can grow. We're, we're creatures of adaptation, you know what I'm saying? The more we experience, the more we can like grow and maneuver and shit like that. And the high achievers like, Elon, he understands it, right? He's like, look, we're growing, the world's expanding, but we need to become like interplanetary, right? We need to do certain things to create longevity. And that's the same thing with your life. It's like to create longevity in your, in your happiness life, in your business life, your love life, whatever it is, the more you can experience, the more you can embrace and accept the, the the better of the person you'll become at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? A thousand percent, man. A thousand percent. And that's what I try to tell people. And that's what my mentors have always told me. Listen, before you try to pour into someone else's cup, make sure yours is filled first, right? And a lot of people don't make excuses. Oh, I'm not a gym person. If you have a beating heart, you're a gym person, buddy. Mm-hmm. You need to get up and hit the floor, yeah. do some push-ups or do some runs. Like you have a beating human heart. <laughs> like you need, you need to work out, you know? Um, but they just make excuses. And a lot of it is because people don't, understand like if, if if people could really truly see the other side of pain mm-hmm. you know the, the wall of fulfillment from the pain is a lot smaller than the wall of pain the wall of pain might look larger 
But if you could get to that other side and truly feel that fulfillment that you would receive from going through the pain, you would seek pain all day. Absolutely. You would be willing to go through all of it because of the fulfillment that you get at the end of it. And it's not something that you, and I always say this, there's levels of emotions and levels of energy and levels of frequency. You know, let's say at the bottom is just, uh, at the bottom is just uh, anger or, 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 you know, just ungrateful or, or whatever the case may be. And then at the top is gratitude. The top of emotions on earth is, is gratitude, right? Yeah, yeah. Gratitude is earned. Humans are inherently negative people. So if you have to earn that gratitude daily, and that's the reason you work out and, and take cold showers, because I guarantee you somebody that works out and takes cold showers, is, it's going to translate how you do one thing is how you do everything. Absolutely. You go into business and, and they're going to be able to take that, that same mindset of like, all right, pain, let me grow from it. They'll be smarter. So whenever their company stock drops a hundred billion, mm-hmm. they can say, "All right, here's what we do." Boom, and then they 10x. That's what Elon Musk did. Yeah, yeah. Went broke, sold PayPal. Boom, look at him now. And that's because of the type of person he is. And that's what I want to finish on with you is because I truly believe with your mindset, man. I'm very impressed uh, by your mindset. If you guys are watching this, man, this is so much value in wisdom. Oh yeah. Watch this three times. Watch this four times. But whatever you got to do, just think of what he's saying, memorize and, and, and just keep that in your head, what he's saying and, and try to adapt that same mindset, because that mindset, regardless of what you do, will make you successful in any endeavor that you you know partake in. So very impressed with that, man. And I look forward Appreciate to just seeing it, you grow and, and be successful and definitely us networking, man. And uh, and that's that's pretty much it. Now, real quick, uh, where can they find you? Number one. And if they want to support, add value to your business, uh, where can they do that as well? Oh, for sure. For sure. Um on all social media platforms, pretty much. I'm not huge on Twitter, but mostly Instagram. Uh, but it's under Danny Taze, D-A-N-N-Y-T-A-Y-Z. Um, you can follow me on and under that for pretty much anything. And then, honestly, to support me, I would say, like, fuck with the music. Like, my music is it's pretty fucking good, and it's it's just really just getting it out there. Everything else, like, even when it comes to business. I mean, if you want a website built for you, hey, hit me the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Um, but, like, fuck with the music, you know? Fuck with the music and then spread the message. Like, if like, I want to leave some sort of an impact on this planet before I die, inevitably, right? And it could be from a physical form of actually building something, but even that is, like, when the world explodes, like, what the fuck? It doesn't really matter. But, like, spread the mindset of just becoming a better person to other people around you, to yourself. Do that shit just so, like, you know... You walk, we walk by each other one day on the street and we actually acknowledge each other rather than just like looking straight, pretending yep. like no one's fucking there. Like right. we're not two people just out here trying to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you want to support me, fuck with the music, be a good person. Danny Taze. Hell yeah, bro. I'm going to definitely be hitting you guys, hitting you up uh, personally. One for the website and number two for the music. Um, guys, real quick, Adversity Kings podcast. These are individuals that have been through a lot in their life and they've taken the adversity and they've used it to become better. You're not the only person that's going through something hard in your life. Everybody goes through stuff in their life, some worse than others. You know what I mean? But how you respond to that adversity is what determines whether you're successful, not just financially, but at all areas, or you're not successful and you're a victim and you lose in life. So thank you guys for tuning in. My dog, Danny, I appreciate you for joining, bro. Um, a lot of views. We're going to run this podcast up. Make sure you guys stay tuned. Share it with your friends, families on all social media. Let's run it. Adversity Kings with Tristan DeLavic. You guys have a blessed day. Peace.